Welcome everyone to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. And here's cheers to another episode in the new year. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our special guest um, for today's episode. And we are on episode 24 already. Super crazy. So I'd like to introduce uh, Chrissy Jorfold. She is a celebrity and personal wardrobe stylist who's dedicated to helping women and men who are ready to invest in themselves and live their best lives. She teaches individuals how to accept, love, and shop for their body shape, develop a personal style, how to visually communicate their professional brand to attract their target audience and build self-confidence through wardrobe styling. She currently lives and works in the Chicago area. So welcome, Christy. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming on to The Daily Grind. I'm super excited to talk um, over a great cup of coffee, whatever time of the day is, and uh, talk about your uh, unique background and um, personality. So I guess maybe want to introduce our listeners right away, um, who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Well, like you said, I I grew up in Lake Forest, Illinois, um, but I come from a very multicultural background with a mother who's half Colombian, half Swiss, and a father who is half Norwegian, half English. So I'm really lucky to say that I learned how to speak Spanish as my first language, English and French, and also have a Swiss, Norwegian, and American citizenship. Um, Having this was really exciting and has helped me develop so many skills and connect with so many diverse people. Um, which has really helped me develop a strong uh, company. And um, I started my business about four years ago, but have been styling for 12 years. I started back in Los Angeles as um, a fashion editor for Teen Magazine as an internship. And then I worked the next summer in New York City for Cosmo Girl Magazine, as also an intern. And that year it was a little bit different because I was thrown into the fashion closet and I was really lucky to work with a bunch of different celebrities. Um, my first celebrity that I ever got to assist and style was Taylor Swift back in 2008. Um, and then after that, I moved, I finished school at University of Colorado at Boulder and then moved to Los Angeles where I started working in an LA showroom called Seventh House PR, and um, I worked both in the wholesale section and the press. And um, I thought it was really important for me to get a grip and understand all the different areas in fashion. And so I started with wholesale, and I got invited by their team to Vegas for one of their um, events and got to work with a bunch of designers and rep to dif- uh, I got to represent one of the designers that we were working with and got to work with a lot of buyers. And while that experience was really interesting, I knew that it didn't um, kind of, it didn't really light that fire inside where I was like, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. So I started working more in the press section and 
that is when I started to meet a lot of celebrity stylists and they would come in frequently. I built a um, cordial relationship with all of them and it was interesting. Like every time that they would come in to drop off clothing or come pick up new things for their clients, they would always ask for my help. And it got to the point where when they would come back to return things, they just kept saying like, oh my gosh, like Rihanna loved everything that you helped pull for, or like Miley Cyrus just like loved everything that you picked out. And eventually they were so impressed with my skill sets that they asked me to assist them. And that's really how my career started off. I started assisting for about three years um, for all types of celebrity styling for fashion editorials. I worked with Paper Magazine a lot where I got to style Sarah Hyland and Anna Kendrick, um, Kendall and Kylie Jenner. And then I um, got asked to become the assistant wardrobe stylist for a makeover show on the Style Network and E! Entertainment called How Do I Look? And it was there that I really um, fell in love with learning how to style women of all shapes and sizes. And that's kind of, excuse me, how I really um, got onto the path of becoming more of a personal stylist and learning how to work with women's body shapes and build in self-confidence and teach them how to shop for their shape and build self-confidence to wardrobe styling. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, First of all, uh, congratulations on your career so far. You've done so many uh, things within the past, uh, I'd say, five to ten years, uh, 12 years since you've been styling, uh, to be honest. And you've traveled to a lot of uh, different locations all around the U.S. And I'm assuming you've traveled globally as well. Yeah, I guess right off the bat, you're the first uh, special guest that we've had on that is in this industry, the fashion industry personal stylist. So I guess right away, what got you interested in becoming a personal stylist, uh, like growing up or through school? I actually had no idea that this was even a job. And when I started it, it wasn't really a known job. So um, I remember when I was in college, and mind you, I went to school in Colorado. So there was no fashion department, like nothing in the realm of studying fashion. Um, But one of my sorority sisters pulled out a magazine one day and she was flipping through it and she showed me um, an ad and she was like, you know, you're really good at picking out outfits and having great style. Have you ever considered being a stylist? I was like, I don't even know what that is. What are you talking about? She's like, look, look at this ad. All of these people are dressed in a specific way to tell a story or to promote the brand itself. There's someone that is hired on and they work with their creative director and their photographer and the client to choose the right pieces for this ad. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. I would love to do that. But I had no idea. Like it, it just, for me, I loved writing and that was my major in, in undergrad. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I went off. And so I thought, well, I love fashion and I'm good at it. And I love writing. How can I put it together? So I just kind of envisioned writing, um, for a magazine. But what's funny is I also have a master's in elementary education. And one of the things I always tell parents to really own in on like your child's dreams and the things that they like to do for fun, because it's more likely like around the age of 10 or like fifth grade that kids start to really find things interesting. And 
are really um, into discovering different um, hobbies. And most likely, those hobbies end up being your career. And I'll give you a really small example. At the time, in fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade, the movie Clueless came out. And I was obsessed with the movie. And um, I, I started a Clueless club. And I would invite girls that just didn't feel really confident about who they were over to my house and we would have a sleepover and we kind of had like a makeover experience. Um, Then in like sixth, seventh and eighth grade, all of my friends would come to me for fashion advice and their parents would start giving me their credit cards and their, and money to take their kids shopping. And I would just send them into the dressing room and I'd go pick things out for them based on like their personality, not knowing that this is an actual job and that I would be doing it years later on. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's unique um, experience. And it's a a personal side as well. Like you growing up doing these things and actually down the road at that's actually became your career as of today. What got you inspired to entrepreneurship, uh, starting your own uh, personal stylist business, uh, being in the industry for um, how many years and uh, being involved with a lot of the high players, a lot of different designers, buyers, stylists? Um, Well, my dad was an entrepreneur. And so I think it was just something that's kind of like in my blood. But um, what's tricky about being a stylist Um, in our industry is that there aren't a lot of quote unquote like jobs that you can actually apply for. It's really all about freelancing. So once you start freelancing, you kind of have to get into that mentality that you're an entrepreneur, you're pretty much working for yourself or you have like a full proprietorship. So it's, it's either you're freelancing or you're going to start an LLC, you're going to start your own company. So I'm also like an entrepreneur, you're constantly learning, you're a student of life, you're constantly attending classes or webinars or looking up books to better educate yourself and teach yourself ways to kind of be the best of the best. And, um, I think I just kind of fall into that gap. So Mm -hmm. did you, you take classes personally and, um, like how'd you, uh, build, build your business, I guess, from starting, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, once I, once I started freelancing in LA, I was, you know, I, you, you definitely learn a lot when you're um, doing an internship or doing something hands-on versus sitting in a classroom, right? But um, there's so much about styling. It's teaching someone how to have style and taste is really hard. It's actually something that you're born with. However, there's a whole business side of it. So how do you connect with buyers or designers? How do you um, get these designers and showrooms to lend you pieces so that you can style, you know, the celebrities for different events or, um, or commercials, you know, it's, it's building these partnerships and relationships with people in the industry and having a really good credibility, but then also knowing like, well, how do you, how do you promote yourself? And then how do I get paid for this? So there was a lack of knowledge of the business side of it. And so I took two classes in LA one was um, uh, a little program that actually no longer exists, but the uh, director and educator is one of my biggest fashion mentors to this day, and that was back in 2010. So he's awesome. And um, then I also took a class at School of Style, which is a really well-known fashion academy. It's, you take a couple classes, and you get certified. Um, and that's run by Luke Story and Lauren Messiah. So I highly recommend it for anyone that's really 
wanting to get into the industry and, and doesn't really know where to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, actually, could you like maybe elaborate a little bit more on the fashion industry um, for our listeners out there that are possibly looking to get into this industry or um, becoming a personal stylist? Like, to, to me, I don't really have a background in fashion, so I'm not sure the different uh, areas of it you described. Um, but yeah, can you explain a little bit more and kind of walk us through if, uh, if I was like a prospective or a potential uh, person looking to get, get into that, that career? Yeah. <clears throat> so the fashion industry is pretty large. <laughs> it could take me like days to go over yeah, yeah. this. So, um, I mean, there's so many different departments within the fashion industry. It depends if you want to work in retail. It depends if you want to be a stylist or you want to be a creative director. I mean, there's so many different types of jobs within the fashion industry. Um, my best advice is to intern um, because this really gives you the opportunity to learn the craft better. And I have always told any of my um, my interns and people that have come to me for guidance is to just get out there and learn and intern um, until you actually become. I mean, I interned for, I had like four different internships and then I assisted for about five years before I actually became a key stylist, which means like the lead stylist um, in, in any project. So this is, it's a great time to learn and, and be an intern, like try to be an intern or an assistant for a long time, because you're, once you feel like, okay, I've gone through so many problems, I know how to handle it. Then I'd say go to be a key stylist. But until then, like you're lucky because if there's any problems that happen, it doesn't fall on you. It falls on the person that you're assisting, which is the key stylist. Um, and if that happens, you're lucky that you're not going to get fired <laughs> because um, if the client, I mean, sometimes you are given the opportunity to work on a big set, like for CBS News, or maybe you're styling a commercial for Target, right? So the client is actually putting tons of money into this. And when they expect you to perform or to give them what you're being paid for, like you really have to deliver that. So um, my best advice is, whether you want to take a class is really for me it's been an internship experience because it's hands-on and you're really being put in a situation to experience the real thing mm-hmm. those are really great points also too to follow up on those uh possible future uh fashion stylists out there you worked in a couple different cities if they're looking to get to get a job should they be focused on location should they be focused on a company or focused on a different uh, like key areas um what, what are the best tips and practices i guess of uh, from you being like relocating multiple times, should you be cons- be flexible with where you live and what you do? Yeah. So if we're talking about styling and, spe- and like specifically, um, it really depends what kind of stylist you want to be. Like there's so many and I'll just briefly talk through them. Um, there's a fashion stylist, which means that you are styling models, you're styling, um, Uh, different talent for fashion editorials or commercials, um, advertising campaigns. Then you have a wardrobe stylist, and that type of stylist focuses mostly on styling TV shows and film. Um, You also have a celebrity stylist, which focuses on celebrities, whether it's uh, TV, red carpet, editorials, um, personal you know, selling for that celebrity. Um, then there's a personal shopper, which 
this is tricky because a lot of the times things, people mix it up for just a stylist, but a personal shopper is actually someone who is not only styling clothes, but they're styling someone's home or they're helping them pick out a new car or they're helping them buy food. It's kind of uh, a bigger um, job um, than just focusing on wardrobe. And then you have like a prop stylist. So a lot of the times you'll see, if you're watching TV and you see an ad for, um, I don't know, like a furniture store or something, you'll see a bunch of people, um, you know, acting and talking about the ad or whatever the commercial itself but then you'll see how the whole room is set up and that's a prop stylist job like they're in charge of making the room or the background look presentable and um and in specific to the brand itself so they're picking the lamps the tables the chairs the sofas the pillows and they have to know a lot about room space and how to decorate a room um I think that's like the majority of like mm-hmm. stylists. And then there's the personal stylist, which is me. And um, that's really focused on up an individual and whether that's for professional or just their everyday, it's really learning or it's teaching the client how to dress based on their personality and how they want to be perceived in the world. So mm-hmm. those are the, those are the main ones. Um, I think that, it doesn't really matter where you go unless you're, I mean, if you're trying to do the big fashion magazines, New York is going to be the best place. If you want to do more film and TV, I'd say LA is, it's, you know, the entertainment capital of of the United States. Uh, Personal styling, you can really do it in any city, which is nice. Um, A great way to also get started. If you're having trouble finding any other stylist to intern for or assist is, um, you know, start, go start working at a retail store and you know you have access to so many clothes you start building your own book of clientele and um you know eventually once you build that up enough you can really go off on your own and start your own company which is nice Mm -hmm. great yeah thanks for all the best practices and key advice or for those uh um looking to get in that industry it sounds like you've had uh many different experiences, both not just what you currently do as a personal stylist, but both um, as like a prop one and celebrity and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Could you maybe share some stories working with uh, like celebrities or big names or any different things that have any different life events that have kind of pushed you towards being an entrepreneur or have built your career? I know if you We've mentioned before we got online, uh, you've been featured on Good Morning America, and you've been featured on a lot of different uh, press appearances. Um, I have worked with a lot of celebrities, and that's been really fun. I um, work with a lot of different personalities, overall, and I, uh, I had a really good time specifically working with like the Jenner sisters and... Um, Anna Kendrick, they were just, I mean, it's, it's exactly what you see on TV um, for the most part. Like, they're just very down-to-earth, regular people. And our industry, if you become a stylist, you really have to be professional around them. Like, if you get caught asking for a signature or, like, a picture with them, like, you're automatically fired on the spot. Um, so it's really important to keep a professional image in front of the celebrities that you're working with so that they feel more comfortable around you. And you'll always have to sign like a confidentiality agreement so that they know that they have like your best interests and vice versa. 
and everything is very much confidential unless, you know, we're interviewing them for the magazine or something like that. So um, I've had like really no issues with any celebrity that I've worked with. Everyone has been really respectful and nice on set. And I would say like the sweetest celebrities that I've worked with are both Beyonce and and Taylor Swift. Very humble people. That's that's good to know. What we see on TV is, uh, for the most part, <laughs> pretty pretty real. That's that's great that you get to work kind of behind the scenes and also basically your your product, um, or like you provide the service and then that that's what your product is styling for these uh, your clients basically. Do you work? What's your um? Do you preferred uh, like client base or people that you work with or consumer like demographic? Um, I think my niche has really been like women in general, just because that's kind of how I got started. I have just opened our doors to men and that has been really fun too. I think as it progresses, um, it will be definitely a combination of both, but, um, for women, it's interesting because it it continues to change. And I think as I develop more and, and provide different services, it kind of adds a different demographic in terms of ages or what people do um like I said I started in celebrity and it and it then became you know women in the media so like working with clients around Good Morning America and Harry Connick Jr. show and Fox News and stuff like that and then I started working with everyday women and it's women that are going through major transformations in their life like women that are going through divorce and want to learn how to better dress um, and develop their own sense of identity instead of, you know, because when you're married, your identity changes and you're really focused on being a Mrs. Smith, right? So now you're like this married woman and that's kind of how you recognize yourself. But when you're going through a divorce and you're in this new independent single woman, you're back to being Miss, um, I don't know, Miss Robbins, you know? And so there you have a different perception of yourself. And so for me, it's really fun to help these women in these transformations, how to self like develop their confidence and their new um, persona and help them match that from internally to externally through wardrobe. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, again, goes back to, um, you know, also women that are going through like weight loss and weight gain. And I actually love working with uh, women that are in these situations because I think a lot of the times we don't allow ourselves to shop when we're in between sizes because we think like, oh, like I'm not at my goal weight yet. I'm going to wait to shop. I don't want to waste money. And the truth is, is like you should start now because what you're essentially saying to yourself is I'm not good enough, Right. And so what happens is, is that when we're not dressing how we feel and we're covering ourselves up, we're actually showing the world that whole mindset that I'm not good enough, like I don't love myself, and you're not actually putting your best foot forward. Where, you know, when we look good and we feel good, that energy within exudes itself out, and that's when we become captivating. That's when people around us start noticing us and without even having to try, we just start captivating the presence of others around us. And that's how we get that job promotion. That's how we land that 
boyfriend that we've been wanting, that or girlfriend that we've been wanting, that's how we attract our friends and our peers and our community at large. And that's when we start really succeeding and living our best life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really well said. I really like the message, Christy, that you uh, just said there, uh, what your business is about, how to helping individuals and teaching them how to accept and love and shop for their body, and then also building that self-confidence through styling. And I think there's a lot of people out there, uh, not just women, I'd say men and women, but both uh, any ages and whatever, where they work or what job they do or where they go to school, Um, they're part of these different transformations where they just got to build that self-confidence in order to, uh, you know, have success stories and, um, achieve their own personal goals, whether it's, uh, career goals or physical goals or, um, what they're looking to do down the road. And you're a key, you're a key component in making them achieve those. So, uh, that's really motivational, uh, really good stuff uh, to share on the daily grind for sure. Can you walk us through? I know your day is different every day, but like when uh-huh. you when you style someone, like how is the how is it kind of what's the process or what what would that day look like um, with a uh-huh. client? Sure. Um, well, like I said, like I have a lot of different services and packages for all my clients. Like there's. Uh, kind of like a similar system that plays out and I'll walk you through those steps, but more or less like every client of mine has different needs and goals. So no package is alike. Um, But primarily like if you decide to work with me um, and you're looking for a a transformation, we um, hop on a 30 minute complimentary discovery call. I learn more about your styling needs and goals and, you know, walk you through our process. And if it's a good fit when we move forward, I'll send you two different proposals that I think will be beneficial. Once you sign on and payment has gone through, um, you receive a welcome packet as well as a in-depth psychological questionnaire. Um, my questionnaires are a little lengthy, um, but I haven't had any complaints yet. It's about like a 14-page questionnaire. And this really helps me identify, like, who you are, how you perceive yourself, how you want to be perceived in life. And basically, um, it's helping me take you from point A to point B um, so that we can have a very successful, uh, you know, time frame together. And then our first appointment um, is your closet cleanse. And I come over to your house. We kind of go through your questionnaire Um, so that we're both on the same page, and we step into your closet. Uh, Your closet holds a lot of energy, and it's really important for us to kind of go through all the pieces that you typically wear within the season that we're working together, and we'll pull things out and look at, like, what's working for you, what's not, like, how do you feel about these pieces? It's really telling when someone puts something on or they pull it out just by how they feel about the piece, so... It's enough to say like, okay, you're like, oh, I like it, but I don't know. I'm like, okay, let's just, let's take it out because everything in your closet should be something that you absolutely love. Like you should feel excited to get dressed every morning because what you wear is who you are and it's how you want to be presented into the world, right? Mm-hmm. We want to be happy. We want to be confident. We want to attract people. And um, if we're not showing that, then it really shouldn't be there in the first place. So um, we make four different, three to four different piles, um, things that we're donating. Uh, we all have money in our closet. So I've partnered up with a bunch of consignment stores locally and 
and internationally and, and nationally. Um, so we can always make money from the designers or brands that can be sold. Um, and then we make a pile for um, tailoring. So there's like my clients that are in between sizes. Um, we can always get things hemmed or tucked. Um, we can also make, um, we can transform items into something else client one time who had this beautiful blouse and it had a rip in the sleeve and it was a, a chiffon fabric which is kind of impossible to sew back up but she loved the brand and it was a, a one-of-a-kind luxury piece and so I actually took it to my tailor and had her um, cut the pieces up re-tag the the brand tag onto it and gifted it back to her into a scarf and she flipped out. She's like, Oh my God, how did you find this? And I was like, actually, this was your shirt. So there's a lot of ways that we can repurpose our items in different ways, um, which is really fun. And then, um, through the closet cleanse, we kind of go through like, okay, these are the pieces that we are going to keep and we can always work with. Um, I have my photo team on, site that day at, at your house. So um, my photo team will take individual pictures of everything that you own. That way we can create an inventory file on my platform, which is also an app. So you have 24-7 access to see everything that's in your closet, especially if you're out and about shopping. You have that to go back to and see like everything in your closet, which is really neat and super um, uh, useful. So after our uh, closet cleanse, I will put together a shopping list of like the loopholes that I see, things that are like basics that you need. Like we really should never shop just to shop. Like it's, you know, you don't want to be wasting money. So um, I also take your body measurements during your closet cleanse. So we can self-identify like what is your body shape? And then I send you a shop my shape packet. So it's, um, teaches and informs you what your body shape is, how to dress for it, silhouettes and cuts of different tops, bottoms, bathing suits, and dresses that are perfect for your body shape, as well as brands and designers and celebrity icons who share um, that body shape so that it's kind of like your go-to guide when you're getting back into the swing of things. I know that shopping can be really daunting or it just takes too much time and um, you know, time is money, so we don't want to waste any of your money or time. So mm -hmm. this guide is really helpful um, to kind of guide you on, like, where to go, what to get, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and so once we put your shopping list together, um, it kind of covers, like, basic pieces, um, investment pieces that maybe we don't need to get right now, but it's something to think about and then essential pieces. So things that depending on your age demographic, you should have in your closet because of your interviews or your appointments or events that you're going to, these are just like staple items that you should have. So on like the separate, on a separate day, that we schedule out, we'll have our shopping day and it's a six full hour shopping day um, where I actually start an hour before you get there to pull all the things that you need. We take, um, we typically stick to two stores and um, we just try on all the things that I had on like, your shopping list and, and mind you, like every budget is different. So depending on the client's budget, I make sure that we go to the right stores 
so that it fits within their price point. Um, and, you know, I always make sure to stick within that budget so that we're not overspending or going too crazy, right? So um, we'll take a break around noon or like one or two to have lunch, which is um, complimentary, and um, end the day with either my intern taking the clothes back to your home or sending some things out to get tailored. Um, and then our last appointment together will be your fitting. And um, I'll come back over with my photographer. He'll take some pictures of the new items that we recently purchased to add to your closet inventory. And um, we'll put together about 10 outfits um, of, of anything that is like very specific or upcoming, like let's say you have a conference in like the next week. So we put 10 different outfits for that conference that you have to go to, or maybe you have like a holiday party or you're going on vacation. So we'll do all your packing and like put together those outfits. Um, and then after that, I have like a two week grace period where we don't see each other anymore, but I, with my team put together about, uh, 40 outfits in total of um, different like head to toe outfits for all of like your daily uh, needs. So this can be outfits for like business professional looks, business casual looks, date nights, networking, um, any events you have like formal events. So it's really dependent on like what it was originally that the client hired me for. So um, it's kind of like to give you the stress-free, um, like daily happiness of like you concentrating on what you do best, which is like your job and like letting me help you, um, take the stress out of getting dressed every morning so that like you can be confident and know that what you're wearing is not only something that makes you really happy, but is in alignment to who you are as a person and how you want to be perceived in, in your world. So mm-hmm. that's well, it. Yeah. Wow. Super comprehensive. Uh, lots of good, good stuff. Um, and walking through that whole entire process. Um, I'm definitely interested, but there's a couple listeners out there interested as well. It's super, um, like I said, mentioned before, I don't have a background in fashion, but just walking through um, being a stylist and you're helping someone fit their body and then um, getting them through, I would even consider it like a stress, uh, stress-free stress daily solution to to their mm-hmm. closet. Like you, you go through and you um, fit, fill in the gaps that they're missing and uh, fit them to what, what they feel good in too. And I'm, I'm guessing you have a lot of uh, success stories from your clients out there. Would you be able to share like one or two maybe uh, of recent successes um, working with clients or, you know, helping them nail it through like an interview or um, one of their networking things or of that nature? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm really grateful. I have awesome clients who are badass women doing amazing things. And um, it's really nice to know that I've added a lot of value to their everyday lifestyle through wardrobe styling but I think um my favorite part of like working with these women is like their aha moments that they get and it typically happens when we're shopping and it's that realization where they're like oh my god like I never thought I'd be able to fit into something like this or like I never thought I could pull this look off and it's really for me it's a chance 
to um, kind of like awaken my client's mentality so that they know like I know that deep down in there and their, you know, their soul that they are so amazing. And I think sometimes with, you know, the environment that you surround yourself with, like you kind of like forget how amazing you are. It's my job to take who you are internally and make it match on the outside. So it's those aha moments that like keep me going and doing what I do. Um, I, I'm trying to think like, what client the recent client we just went through a huge transformation I mean it's just like crazy because when you learn to shop for your body shape and you find the right clothing that fit your body shape correctly it looks like you lost 20 pounds and I think this is like huge for a lot of clients too you know because now you're like oh my god like I didn't think I could pull this off and I look so good and I look skinnier and I you know, I, it's like a lot of more like body positivity too. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think that, um, even with like my interns, I have an awesome internship program where, um, you know, if everything goes right and you, and you did your part, I really own in on helping you redevelop your portfolio, portfolio, your resume and, connect you to my contacts and my networks and help you land that dream job. Um, for me, I've always believed in my dreams and I'm really happy that I follow them. And I really believe that if you believe in your dreams, you can follow them too, if you put in the hard work. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just, I'm just really happy that I get to work with such awesome people. And, um, I will, I will say that more than half of my clients have all, either found love, tripled their income, or are now living in their best life after working with me. Wow, three for three. That's that's awesome. Um, and cool that you touched on your whole internship program. Um, from our previous episode with Rachel Cash, she mentioned the, the importance of having a mentor. So you're basically um, offering that position to an intern. I'm guessing you're mentoring them to help them achieve their own career down the road. And it sounds like you're doing the same thing, not just with people, your team, but also uh, your consumers and your clients out there. Uh, you touched on your favorite things you do at your uh, um, on a day-to-day at work, the aha moments and whatnot. How about favorite things to do outside of work? Or do you have time to, I guess, de-stress or um, not work 24-7? So for me, I think in order to be really successful at anything that you do is like you need to have a lot of self-care. And that was actually something that I didn't develop until the last two years. Um, And for me, I dedicate like four hours prior to my workday for time for me where it's like no phone calls, no emails. It's just like my alone time where I work on my – my affirmations and things that I'm grateful for. I add in some meditation. I have like a journaling moment. Sometimes I do yoga. Sometimes I work out. I mean, I kind of switch it up a little bit. Um, but it's really important to have like cook a big, nice breakfast. Like, you know, it's important to have a really healthy, strong start of your day. And if you want to be productive and successful, so self care is really big for me. Um, 
Otherwise, I enjoy spending time with my friends and my family. They're really important to me. I always try to make um, a lot of time for them um, with the little time that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, Since building a business is really hard and takes up all of your time. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm a stylist, I'm also the marketing director and um, sales. And you know what I mean? Like you wear so many different hats when you're the owner of a business. And lastly, I, I love to travel like with my languages and my citizenship. Traveling is so important to me. We actually expanded our company last fall and have opened up shop to styling clients in Seattle, Nashville, Austin, and Pittsburgh. So we're really excited. Um, we're going to continue opening our doors to clients in Florida, Naples, Palm Beach and um, Miami um, and I don't know we'll see what else comes up on our radar I don't know yet so it's been really exciting wow yeah definitely exciting journey for you um, with your family friends and just growing your business in general I did yeah I did I've been following you or trying to do a little bit of my homework in regards to the one of the I guess uh, stylist events that you had in Seattle can you touch a little bit more on that mm-hmm. um, your VIP yeah, shop for was, your shape. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, we did a private VIP shopping um, party. It was actually a company called Armoire. So it's a rental company that's similar to Rent the Runway, but um, I kind of think a little bit better because it has more like contemporary luxury brands. Um, and the quality is really nice. And their practice is a little bit different, which um, you can definitely go to their website and check that out. It's armoire.com style um but yeah I, we had a private vip party i really loved this it um for me private events are important but they have to be done right and for me it's like the smaller the better because it really allows me to give that one-on-one attention to the clients that or the people i wouldn't say clients because they're not clients yet but you know the people that attend and in this instance it was fun because i offered um I offered a shop your shape uh, identification like discovery. So we took everyone's measurements and helped them understand what their body shape was. And so when it came to shopping around the showroom for different pieces that they wanted to rent out, it was just so much easier for them because they're like, oh, wow, like I didn't even know that that was my body shape. And now I know what cuts and silhouettes fit me best. So I'm not wasting my time going in and out of the dressing room saying like, oh, this doesn't fit. Like, oh, why did I pick this? Or like this color doesn't really fit um, like my style. So um, that was super successful. And um, I'm actually heading back out to Seattle in February for one of the clients that I met through that um, that party. So I'm really excited to be working with her. Mm-hmm. And then I um, recently did another collaboration with Armoire and um, got to style one of their holiday campaigns. And if you go to their blog, there's a post that I write about on how to decode um, like the dress code for different invitations that you have. And while this is like focused on holidays, there's enough dress code options for you to take that with anything that you get invited to. I know it's and it's daunting for me. I remember like thinking like, oh my gosh, what does casual smart mean? And like, what is, you know, black tie optional versus, you know, festive chic? There's so many different dress code policies when you get invited to different um, occasions that once like in that 
blog that I wrote and styled really helps to better identify like, okay, this is what I need to wear without showing up and feeling embarrassed because you didn't dress up enough or that you overdressed. But what I always say, it's better to be overdressed than underdressed. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Glad to hear that the event went well. And then you're going back there again in February, actually kind of transitioning into our um, my next question, we talked about your daily schedule. So what's on your daily grind in the upcoming weeks um, later this year? Well, that's hard to say. I know like a lot of people have like their whole next six months figured out. But for me, I think that really focus on a day-to-day plan. And I think that you really get more out of, you know, all the work that you put in if you just focus on the now because that's really all we have. Like, yesterday is gone and tomorrow's not guaranteed. So it's really important to focus on what you have and that's right now. I just love connecting with different people and I'm always reaching out to different people and I really value my interns input and and especially interns that are still in school. Like you all have so much power and so much tools to use. Like you are the future and I love hearing their feedback and their ideas and implementing. I mean, I think that's one of the coolest things about being an entrepreneur is you can really craft anything you set your mind to. And if you put the work behind it, like you can create anything, you can make things happen. You can create campaigns, you can create events, like you can really do anything you want. And that's, that's actually why I do what I do because there's so much liberty and freedom to take advantage of and so for me it's just kind of a go with the flow mentality Mm -hmm. so not no not too many plans except for you know traveling a lot in Mm -hmm. different cities and and helping clients yeah yeah I was gonna say any sneak previews to what's up to come I know you mentioned uh you're traveling out to Seattle but in also expanding in multiple cities uh this year uh do you want to give our listeners a preview on any or should we should we um say say uh, I'll have to to, yeah Follow me on Instagram and um, you'll be able to kind of be a part of the journey and see like what we're up to and the different things that we're a part of. So mm-hmm. a lot of it I can't tell yet, but yeah. there's a lot of fun things Definitely. that will eventually come up. Yeah, that's that's all right. I wasn't sure how much I could push you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so T, do you have any, um, I guess, uh, favorite books, uh, leader, uh, business leaders, authors that you follow, um, things uh, people are looking at you in the fashion industry or just in general as an entrepreneur that have helped you? Yeah, as an, as an entrepreneur, I really, 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 really love and recommend a book called The Brand Called You, Make Your Business Stand Out in a Crowded Marketplace. Um, the book is by Peter Montoya and Tim Van Hay. Um, it's actually funny. I was recently interviewed on Thrive Global And I talked about how much this book really impacted the start of my business and my life overall. And I got um, an email, a personal email back from one of the authors thanking me. So that was really cool. I've never had that happen. I was like, oh my gosh, like the author knows who I am. (laughs) Like, this is crazy, you know, and um, they, it's really cool. It's kind of like a step-by-step, the chapters are broken off, like, like first do this, then do this. And they, they give you like all these examples of different companies and um, they give you homework assignments, which is really cool. So I highly recommend that book. I absolutely loved it. And I know that it'll help anyone who's just looking to be an entrepreneur. It doesn't, 
it's not specific to fashion styling. So Perfect. Yeah, we will definitely put that in the show notes for today's episode. Do you also have a word of the day uh, to motivate our listeners out there on their daily grind? So I do have one of my favorite quotes. Um, If you believe in yourself, you're halfway there. You absolutely have to believe in yourself if you want to do anything in life. Um, Believing if, if, you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. And so that's, you know, you're not going to be able to transpire um, and actually become anything. So believe in yourself and you're halfway there. Perfect. I like it. Um, Also too, Christy, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you um, after the podcast, how can they do so? Please follow me on my Instagram. Um, I actually use my Instagram as an educational platform. So um, we obviously would love for you to come on board and follow our journey, but also to learn whether that's learning how to shop for your body shape or tips and tricks on how to take care of your clothing or where to get some awesome um, discounted prices. Um, please follow us at Christy Jorfald. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-E-J-O-R-F-A-L-D. Um, you can always go on to my website. We're a little bit under construction right now, but it's Um and, and that's about it. Great. Thank you. Yeah, we'll definitely put your contact info in today's show notes as well. Uh, thanks again for tuning in today's episode. Thanks, Christy, for coming on to our show. When it comes to sharing my story with you and ways to fi- follow the Daily Grind, uh, visit our website at www.kjfwi.org slash thedailygrind, all hyphenated. Listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Check out all the episodes in this one. And questions and comments, hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly J. Lefty. Um, and that's it. So thank you all. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure meeting you and, and sharing my story and, and advice to any of you that are looking to be in the styling industry. Yes. Thank you so much for this motivational episode 24. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>